Out of Stigma's Shadow is a podcast where young people talk openly and honestly about their struggles with mental health. A note here for sensitive listeners, some of these stories include mentions of self-harm and suicidal thoughts, and they may be emotionally challenging, painful, or difficult to hear. Discretion and self-care are advised. If you or someone you know is having thoughts of suicide or experiencing a mental health or substance crisis, you can always dial 988 for connection to free 24-7 confidential support. Here's Miles' story. My name is Miles and I'm 22. Uh, I'm a documentary filmmaker uh, based in Baltimore um, and my documentary films are based on Baltimore, um, the people, places, and just everything Baltimore. So, Growing up in Baltimore, is, is it's rough. And, you know, you see a lot. I honestly feel like everybody in the city, whether you have lived here for a year and a half or you've lived here all your life, you have some sort of PTSD. I remember one night I was outside with a bunch of friends and I came back really late um, and I went to bed. And I was in bed for like about an hour and then I heard like yelling outside my window. It's in the summertime, so I'm thinking, you know, there's a party or something going on because there's yelling, or it's just Baltimore, people yell here. And no, it was yelling is like an argument. And then um, one thing led to another, and then there were like about five, six gunshots. Everything went quiet for a bit, like about a good five minutes. Then you started hearing the screaming of the guy laying on the ground, dying, because he has gunshot, like he's, you know, the other guy, I guess, shot him up for some, over money or something, I don't remember, but, you know, you're just sitting in your room, and the window's open, because it's hot, it's summertime, and so you just hear somebody, like, dying in the street at three o'clock in the morning, and, like, it, it hits you different. From that day forward, I really kind of took life a bit more seriously because, like, like I heard just heard somebody die in my alley. I came downstairs and, you know, homicide and, like, the crime scene unit and everybody was out in the alley and my mom was like, what happened, what happened? And I told her, I was like, well, there was an argument, somebody got shot and somebody died in the alley. And I told her I couldn't go to sleep because I was, you know, hearing the guy screaming his last breath. At that time I was like 14, and so I was in school, and I was also like, you know, I was just, at, at the time I was a regular teenager um, with a lot of, well, I was a teenager with a lot of undiagnosed ADHD and um, anxiety and depression. So like the three combined like, I was very rebellious, and, you know, I didn't really want to hear anything from anybody. The older people would sit me down sometimes and tell me to chill out because of some of the things that I was doing, you know, and that, you know, I could get in real serious trouble, and, you know, once I get to a certain age, it's like people don't really care anymore, and, you know, you can face a lot of time for doing certain things, and, but I didn't really, I didn't really care, and I kind of just, like, did what I wanted to do and like it was my world and everyone was living in it so I like my mental state at that time was shot like it was done 
And then, you know, that took it to a whole different level. Because I've seen, you know, at that time, I, I I lost a whole bunch of friends. One of them actually died in front of me. You know, I was I was at his house, and we went in the house. We went to his house to get some money for his mother to go to the store. And he came out of his house, and cars came past and shot up the whole house. And so, luckily, I didn't get hit. But I'm watching him on his step dead and like you know you just you see a lot and it's it it does a lot to you and I think that a lot of the times we don't like to talk about stuff like this I mean it's not an easy conversation but I think it's one that should be had and PTSD is probably like a it's a it's a huge thing in this city and then after a while you just kind of get numb to it because it's just like it's just it is what it is and this is that's just how the world is I was failing school. Sometimes I was skipping school, wasn't going to school. Um, I was just hanging around a bunch of people who, most of them now, as we speak, most of them are either dead or locked up. And when I locked up for time, doing time for murder, attempted murder, you know, like they didn't steal a bag of candy. Anyway, so... My dad and my stepmother were going to take me to a dentist appointment. Well, that was what I was told. And then... That's not what happened. We ended up going to the therapist's office downtown at University of Maryland. And I'm in the waiting room, and it clicks in the waiting room that... I'm not at the dentist. This is not the dentist's office. This is some something else. I don't know what it is. This is something else. And then we all go back into this room. Then this lady, older lady, comes out. And then my stepmother was like, well, your father and I want to talk to you about some things. And from there, I started going to therapy every week for an hour. And then I would go home. And then it just went from there. Oh, I was pissed. Because I was like, well, what, what, why are you telling me you're, we're going to the dentist? And then we end up in a therapist's office. And who the hell are you? What do you want? I'm not, I'm not telling you shit. I'm not talking to you about anything. But at the end of the day, I will say this, that if not for that, I, would, I wouldn't have went. I wouldn't have went and I wouldn't have been the person I am today. I probably wouldn't be sitting here with you talking about this. And so I, I, after I kind of, after a while, I sat down with her like one-on-one and I thanked her. I was like, thank you for doing that. And I was like, to this day, I will take, and I'll take this to the grave with me. The way you went about it was wrong. It is what it is. It's done. It had, you know. And I'm, I'm a much better person from it. Going through therapy, there was a lot of self-hatred. And so, out of everything, the biggest change is that I, I love myself. I love who I am. Um, and, and, you know, nobody can tell me differently because I know who I am.
and I did have a big problem with like identity and like because I am mixed I am you know my dad is black and my mom's white and so you know there was also that but overall I just felt like I didn't love myself and I didn't appreciate like like me being in my own skin I like I just hated myself and like I looked in the mirror I just hated myself for the longest time and then I don't I don't know one day I was just like I could look in the mirror and I could see myself and I could be okay with myself you know that took a lot of work too man took a lot of work if there is somebody that is listening and wants to get any advice I think the first thing that you need to do is acknowledge that you have an issue acknowledge that how you're feeling is not how you want to feel because mental illness is an illness you know people think of illnesses and they think of like oh my stomach hurts and I'm, I have a really bad cold and I need some some soup like therapy is soup but for your brain and for your for your life I have a better analogy so if you're a bit overweight what do you do you go to the gym you work out so if you're thinking bad thoughts or if you're confused about life if you're you know at a crossroads and you need a place to just let out your feelings to somebody who will listen to you and won't judge you therapy is a gym but for your mental health. You've been listening to Out of Stigma's Shadow, a podcast that's part of an initiative to combat barriers to seeking behavioral health care by raising awareness, increasing visibility, and ending stigma surrounding mental health and substance use disorders. Out of Stigma's Shadow is a partnership of Jewish Community Services, Catholic Charities, MedStar Health, NAMI Metropolitan Baltimore, and Behavioral Health System Baltimore. Additional support for this project was provided by the Marilyn and David Karp Philanthropic Fund, Mitchell David Endowment Fund, and Joan G. Klein Fund for Substance Use Disorders. Music for Out of Stigma's Shadow comes from Blue Dot Sessions. I'm Aaron Henkin. I produce the podcast. Thanks for listening, and be well. Thank you.